You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. And there's going to be a, a discussion about what this sif even means. Okay, it's it's a quote of the Avi Ezri, uh, from the Avi Ezri, from the great from the great uh, uh, Ravio. Uh, and let's see what the psak was. You're not sure what day it really is. And by the way, I counted already. I got so, I'm learning these halachas about forgetting and worrying, and I counted tonight already. So tonight was 15. So let's say, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't sure that tonight was 15. So, posach, according to one interpretation here, means that I started the bracha and I started saying it and I actually said the whole bracha, but I wasn't sure of the date. And what I think is, I don't know what day it is when I'm making this bracha, but the guy next to me does. So basically, I'm tuning in to the next guy. And in some ways, that might be better than having the wrong intent. It's like, I'm blank. I'm not sure what it is. I don't even want to say it's maybe 15, 14. I'm not thinking definitely, let's say tonight was 15. I'm thinking, oh, uh, uh, I'm thinking 14. I don't know, but the guy next to me does. So I'm going to make this bracha in the vague way, just like praising God for giving me the mitzvah. And I'll, whatever the sphere is, I'll say what he says. And he's going to wait to hear what the other guy says. And what happens then is the slightest bit of break, a little bit of break, right? Because the bracha was ended, but he doesn't yet he doesn't yet say the, 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 the count because he waits to hear it from the guy next to him. And then siyem, the word siyem here means siyem kamogu, and then he says the same thing the other guy says. Yotza. So he's yotze, and in fact, uh, what, now of course he was yotze the sphera, right? Why, again, why should you think he's not? That's almost the question, right? You don't even need to make a bracha for sphera saomer, and you're still makayim the mitzvah. So, it sounds like what's being said here is that your yod say even the bracha, right? <laughs> your yod say even the bracha. That's like that. Don't worry that you didn't make a good bracha. That was a decent bracha, even though it was a bracha that was tethered to somebody else. Let's see that in the mishabur. Then it's going to get more complicated in the next uh, uh, in the next sif. Let's take a look at the mishabur here. Uposaches bracha. Meaning he's Yodse the Bracha. That's what we're saying. Of course he's Yodse the Mitzvah. <laughs> but he's Yodse the Bracha too. Because that's called the decent Bracha. Because that was his Bracha. His Bracha was whatever he's thinking. Okay. So what's wrong with that? Why is it only Bidyevid your Yodse? Why can't you just do that every night? 
why do you have to have the, the little chart and look at it? You know that the guy next to you is a yekka and has the chart. So, so you'll just make the brachan. Whatever he's and think, whatever he's that guy's thinking, whatever it's going to be, I'll, I'll say that. He says, the reason why, even though the brach is not ma'akev, you should know what you're going to say. It's somehow a pagam, a flaw in the brocha. It's a, it's a flaw in the brocha if the brocha is said without knowing what date it is. Now, right? Because you should know what date you're going to make the brocha on. That's what I would have said. But the next line of the, of the next words of the Mishnah Bura says something else. The reason why you need to know is because it's possible that guy next to you is taking his time and you're going to wait to hear it and you're not sure what you heard and there's going to be this break between your brach and the mitzvah. Because it might be more than three seconds or whatever is. Shalom Alecha Rebbe. But it might take more time from that for you to hear what the other guy said and begin to say it. So you have a hefzik between your bracha and your mitzvah. So it, it, reading this piece of, uh, this Sif Katan of the Mishnah Brura tells me that the issue is not so much a bidi eved because you didn't know what the date was. Knowing what the date was would allow you to have a smooth uh, a transfer from the bracha to the actual counting. But it's not that there's a problem with not knowing what the day is. Because the bracha is a shevach to God about the mitzvah. And, 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 you, and you were right about that. And, and where does that come from? So that comes from, as you take a look here in the Shartziyun, Lamed Zion, that comes from the Chaye Odom. So therefore, he says, if it turns out that you're not waiting, you're just repeating after him, right? It sounds like if you could time it, that you are actually able to mouth the same words with your friend, then there's no hefsik, and that shouldn't be a problem. The Taz, as we're going to see even stronger in the next Sif, says you need to know what the date is. And I think we've already talked about this a little bit, the debate as to uh, what is the mitzvah sphere Omer. Is it one long mitzvah uh, composed of these 49 parts, uh, even though you make a bracha every night? Or is the mitzvah, uh, uh, is, is it a, a new mitzvah every night? If you say like the Rosh says, then he thinks it's logical, the Rosh, uh, that it's a new mitzvah every night, then it seems to align with that idea that you should know what, bro- what date it is when you make the bracha. Because the bracha of today is not the bracha of tomorrow. It's the same words of the bracha, but it's a different mitzvah. So if you don't know what the mitzvah is, which is, means there's a specific mitzvah tonight of 15, and you didn't know when you made the bracha, that's the bidiyevet. But the Mishnah Brewer doesn't say that. <laughs> he says the bidiyevet is, is the fact that there's going to be a hefzik. Okay, let's go to the next halacha. 
the next thief. In Posach v'Omar Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam. Now, when I read this, I thought that he didn't finish the bracha. We'll see in a minute. And he starts making that bracha Adaita Dilema. Adaita Dilema Hayom Arba. He's, he wants to say today is four. Because he's really convinced that it is four. Viniskar, then he remembers. Visiem Bechamisha. Now, what does that word CA mean? Now, I thought it meant when I read this that he ends the bracha knowing that it's five. Which, remember what we said before, you don't really need a bracha anyway. <laughs> so, but that's the way I read this. That the first part of the bracha was four. In the middle of the bracha, he remembers that it's today is five, and he ends the bracha with five. But that's not the way the Mishnah explains it. He says, Siyam b'chamisha means, Ratzalomar shesiper. Siyam is another way of saying he actually counts it. So based on the way the Mishnah explains it here, let's read the halacha now again. In Pasach v'yomar, Baruchat Hashem HaKadam etc., etc., meaning the whole bracha, he says the bracha because he thinks it's four, not like the case before where he doesn't know. He actually is convinced that it's the fourth night of the Omer, because he thinks that's what it is. And then what happens? After he makes the bracha, then he changes and says, oh, five. So the, it's almost like a negative. The bracha was thinking it was four, and he was really ready to say four. And then he remembered when he counted that it was really five. And that's what CA means, according to the Mishaburu. Veheim Chamisha. So that is okay. You'll see what the is, what he says here. Don't worry about your bracha. Eino choser mavarech. Like he says in the next line. Yeah, your bracha was a little bit weird. You were thinking four, but you counted right. So you don't have to recount. And you don't have to say, oh, I got to make the bracha again. Or, or if that happens, oh, I should make the bracha a second time. You're okay. Right, because basically, for for both this sif and the previous sif, you know, even according to the person who says mitzvahs, the mandarma says mitzvahs srikos kavona, but we're not talking about the mitzvah; we're talking about the bracha. That's right. That's right, Michael. So, therefore, the whole chiddush here is you're not going to make it the bracha again. But look at this next case, O ipcha, which would be what. Shehem Arba, it's really the fourth night of the Omer. And he says the whole bracha, Upasach Adaita Dilema Arba'a. He says the whole bracha thinking that it's four. And then what does he do? And then what does he do? He says the whole bracha, Vita'a Vesiyem Bechamisha. And then he counts, according to this, he actually, Siyem means he counts five. So he makes the bracha, right? Right? He makes the bracha uh, thinking that it's four, which was the right thing to think, because it was the fourth night of the Omer. But he then counts the wrong day of the Omer. Okay. So so he, he can't just leave it like that. 
So he clearly has to change it, right? He has to change it and say four. I mean four. But he doesn't have to make a new bracha. The bracha that he made before can still work. Let's read it again. It's really the fourth night of the Omer. And the bracha was said in order to say four. But then fumble, fumble lips came out with what? Five. So he doesn't have to go and make another bracha. Now, it would seem he'd have to say five, though. He'd have to say four. I'm getting confused. He would have to say four. So let's take a look at the Mishnah Barandas. Eino Choser Mavarech. Okay, let's read it. Siyim Bechamisha. We did that. Here. Shasiper Chamisha Yomim. Vitov What does that mean? He counted five. It's not five, it's really four. So, Eino Choser Mavarech. He doesn't have to make a bracha. So, Achronim Tomalad didn't say. The Achronim don't understand how can this be? The Bishlam of Eresha, Shasiyim Bechamisha. In the Rasha, where he actually said five and it was five, okay, he's Yotze, because at least the, the number came out. So we thought that it was four. Who cares? Look in the case of the Seifa. He knew it was four Bishas Bracha. Okay. But then he fumbled it. And then he counted the wrong day. So how could that bracha be connected to the wrong day? They disagree with the machaber, the prichodosh, not surprisingly, and others. Okay, so in other words, he had it right with the bracha. Fumble, fumble lips came out with the word five. Instead of four. The Prichodosh, the Lavush say they disagree with the Machaber. If that happens, you need to make the Brocha again and count four. Why? Even though he had beautiful Kavon in it, <laughs> because what, the, what you said after that Brocha was the wrong day. The only way this could work. Is is be, if it was betocha de dibur im loshen nizkar tocha de dibur was firoso. It's oh, the only way it could work in the machaber, and it doesn't say that is that he was able to change it to four, which the machaber doesn't mention that, right? The machaber, machaber just says, "Don't worry about your bracha. Your bracha was good." In other words, the simple shot in the machaber would be, the bracha is, is hovering over you. The bracha is fine. Even though Fumble Lips put the, the, the number uh, five next to that good bracha, we can now, uh, uh, whatever, 30 seconds later even, say four, and it's still connected to the old bracha. But how? <laughs> so if it's tocha de dibur to the sphera, then maybe. Because then, and then the bracha works. Because Toka Deidibu erases what you said bad in the middle. Um, in fact, the, the Machaber says, the Mishnah says, but Toka Deidibu will help you even if you were fumble brain and fumble lips. 
meaning vada'od, that if it's about tocha de dibur, after Shulchan Aruch, Mairi Shebe, Esa Brocha, Yodea Yom Asfira. Shulchan Aruch's case was, he knows what it is when he makes the Brocha, right? And he was going to make the right bracha and say make the right count. But his but his counting was wrong. So, but but the the achronim say the even if he was fumble brain where he thought it was actually five. And he made the bracha as five. You can always fix it because you fixed it and even though the bracha was for the wrong date, you changed it. You don't have to make a new bracha. In fact, just say nothing. The ratio is really a case of where, where he made the bracha with the wrong date in mind. That's right. The ratio is he made the wrong date and then he said the right thing. Here, he, but if, if you're using Tolka de Dibur, and that's the way you're going to explain the Machaber, it's not because you have the right Brocha in mind. Even if you have the wrong date in mind, Tolka de Dibur could work. At least by the So, it's, a, it's, a, it's strange. It's really a strange, uh, uh, up to the point that the, the, the Mishnah Burr seems to take down the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, he says that the Achronim disagree with this psak unless you have Tochidei Dibur, which is not mentioned in, in, in the Shulchan Aruch Bifnim. So, just to show you uh, an alternate interpretation in the Mishnah Bura, in the Shulchan Aruch, I'm sorry. He says, Ein Mishnah Bura in the Be'erlocha, Shachronim Tomuelzeh, meaning Ataz Tiritz, which is the way Kivilevich read it in the beginning. The Enkabonus HaMachaber V'siyem Al-Asfira Gufa. doesn't mean Siyem is the count. Siyem is on the bracha, which means what? Shebetchilas ha-bracha, when he said, Barachot HaShem HaKenu Melech Olam, Chishev Adaita Shigisbar Acharkach Arbo'a. The first part of the bracha, where you might say the most important things were mentioned, like the Sugyan Brachos, which talks about a person mentioning, thinking it's wine or it's beer, and the, and the essential parts of the Brachos is the beginning or the end. That's what's going on over here. Is the, is the Chasim of the Iker, or the Aschol of the Iker, or the, the middle part with the Aschol of the Iker. So he starts with Hashem Elokeinu Melech before the action of the mitzvah, thinking it's four, which was the right thing. In the middle of the bracha, he starts thinking it's five. And then when he says those words, Al he's thinking that it's five. So there, why? Because he doesn't have to say the bracha again. Because, it's a, it's, because we'll go with the psicha. And the first case is also the same thing. And over there, he says, Baruch HaDashem Lekeinu Melech thinking that it's five, and at the end of the bracha, he remembers it's four. Why does it work there? It seems to be a Tarte Desas right now. No. Because remember, the Shulchan Aruch holds that Sfira Saomer is the Rabbanon. Whenever it's the Rabbanon, you have a right to take two kulas in, in two different cases. So it's a Milsa the Rabbanon, Aslinen Betarvayu Lekula, Ve'eno Choser Umavarech. And now it fits in perfectly. If you take a look now, according to the Taz, the Lashon is very good. See it again. You start the bracha, and you say, okay, no, Melech and you're thinking that. 
right? The lema hayom arbod, but you end it that it with five, and it is five, or the opposite that you make the bracha uh, thinking it's five. I'm sorry, you make the bracha right in the beginning, and then you end not not that you count five, but you say the end of the bracha thinking it's five. The shulchan aruch is saying eno chozer mevarech, meaning your bracha is perfect, your bracha is fine. So that shot in the Shulchan Aruch is true, although it might not be what the Shulchan Aruch means, and that's what the Mishabura says. Vidinze, this law, whether it's the Shulchan Aruch's Kavana or not, he However, the Taz, because he learns this shot in the Shulchan Aruch, says the Shulchan Aruch only says it's good, that you don't have to make a new bracha where at least half of the bracha was good. Either the Hashem Elkeinu Melech or the end of the bracha. Some of it had the right knowledge of the date you were about to count. was to do five, and it's only after you make the bracha you realize that you have to count something different. There the Taz says you need to make a bracha again. And he says, in that halacha, the Achronim did not agree with him. But you can see where the Taz gets that from. That's where he would get it from, from his reading of the Shulchan Aruch. And I think, Kivalevich is saying, I think it's also influenced by the idea of how important each day is. And therefore, if your whole bracha was makulkul and you didn't know, we're going to make you make the bracha again. It's not going to be considered bracha shenu tzricha. Because your das was to make was to do the wrong mitzvah. It was like you took a luav and you said um, It was the wrong mitzvah because in your brain you're thinking four. That's the way I, I'm, I'm explaining the taz. Okay. Right. Let, let's say let's say so. Let's say we go back to the, the previous uh, way of doing it. Not not like the taz. Why can't we just say about the, the shulchan aruch's uh, explanation that? The bracha is really, like you say, it's the Shevach al Sira Saomer. And the, the cases that the Shulchan Aruch is bringing are demonstrating that it really doesn't matter whether your count, whether the thought about your count is correct or wrong when you're making a bracha, as long as you get the count right. Yeah, that, but he doesn't say it as clear as that, Michael. You know, we just, like, for example, he just should have said, if somebody makes a bracha and thinks it's the wrong day and then counts, He's Yotze, he doesn't have to worry about it. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't, he was Yotze, and don't, and, and since he was Yotze, there's no reason to make the bracha again. Right? That's the way it should be written. But if you read it, it doesn't say that. It says, like, let's say this case, where, uh, it's the fourth night of the Omer, and he says, uh, and he's thinking, the whole bracha through, it's four. And he ends with five, he ends with five. He obviously has to count four again, right? So, right, he has to count four because he said five. Now, unless it's Tochadei Dibor, he needs to he needs to say four. Now, if he needs to say four, he's got to make a bracha before doing it. But let's say, for example, someone tells him later, he only realizes someone heard him say five of uh, 25 seconds later after Tochadei Dibor. So he clearly would have to, oh, I got to do this again. It's five or whatever. It's four. But where's the bracha? 
oh, the bracha is what you said before. That bracha was attached to the fumble. So that that was the question of the prechodesh and the levush. So if he's just trying to say what Michael is saying, he could have said it much clearer. In this case, you have the 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 the, the, the insertion of the wrong date after the bracha causes a problem of just doing it again without a bracha. I mean, it's it's possible to say that this whole language about uh, Pesach and Siyim is because he had been describing the case of Pesach and Siyim in the previous Sif, but the fact that he says, Eino means that he's trying to set up a situation where there would be a Choser and Mavarek. Yeah. All right. It, like I said, it's, 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 a, it's, it's definitely an awkward phrasing, and you can see how it can lend itself to, to interpret. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.